Hello everyone, my name is Eden, and welcome to First Aid 1. This is our second episode. Today, we'll be talking about choking, what it can do, and how to resolve choking in a medical emergency. Let's get started. Okay, so as many of you know, choking is when a food gets stuck in your throat. Uh, you can choke on pizza, grapes, strawberries, I don't know, candy even? Okay, so when somebody chokes, the other person's first attempt is to do back blows, which they pound on your back to get the food out, or they try to put their hand in the person's mouth and try to get it out. Getting, putting your hand in the person's mouth and trying to get it out is more dangerous than doing back blows. Don't do back blows. First, tell the person are you choking and if they do the universal choking sign which is putting grasping their two hands on their neck it means they're choking or they may cough or they may say yes do not do back blows and then what you want to do is you're going to make one of your hands into a fist okay so if you want to write that down on a piece of paper for further reference, I'm going to let you do that for a second. First, make a hand in one hand into a fist. So I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Okay. Now, what we're going to do is first you're going to ask them, are you choking? Then if it's mouth choking, like partly blocked, you're going to encourage them to cough out, cough it out. But if coughing doesn't work on a mouth choking, start back blows, strike their back hardly. But if it is severe choking, the person will be able to speak, cry, cough, or breathe. Without help, they'll eventually become unconscious. So to carry out a back blow on an adult or child, over one year old, stand beside them and stand beside them and slightly to one side. Then you have to support their chest with one hand. Lean them forward so the food or object blocking the airway will come out of their mouth rather than moving further down. Give up to five sharp blows between their shoulder blades with the heel of your hand. The heel is between the palm of your hand and your wrist. And then Check if the blockage has cleared. If not, you have to give up to five abdominal thrusts. For abdominal thrusts, always don't give a thrust to babies under one-year-old or pregnant woman. To carry out an abdominal thrust, stand beside the person who's choking. Then place your arms around their waist and bend them forward. Clench one fist and place it right above their belly button. Put the other hand on top of your fist and pull sharply inwards and upwards. Repeat this movement up to five times. If the person's airway is still blocked after trying back blows and abdominal thrusts, get help immediately. Number one, tell somebody else to call 911 and ask for an ambulance. Tell the 911 operator the person is choking and follow their instructions. Do not hang up on the tel- until they tell you so. The other person who's not calling 911 needs to still be doing back blows and abdominal thrusts. Continuous cycle of five back blows and five abdominal thrusts until help arrives. If they lose consciousness and, and, and aren't 
breathing, you should begin cardiopulmonary resuscitation with chest compressions. Now, this is a special episode, so we'll also be learning about CPR, or cardiopulmonary resuscitation. Let's get started. For CPR, so hands-only CPR. You should only be doing hands-only CPR, but if you're classroom trained and certified, you can do you can do CPR with rescue breaths. But if you're not certified or trained, do hands-only CPR. You have to do chest compressions. To carry out a chest compression, place the heel of your hand on the breastbone at the center of the person's chest. Then you have to place your other hand on top of your first hand and interlock your fingers. Position yourself with your shoulders above your hands, and then using your body weight, not your arms, press straight down by 5 to 6 centimeters to 2.5 inches on their chest. Keeping your hands on their chest, release the compression and allow the chest to recoil to its original position. You have to repeat these compressions at a rate of 100 to 120 times a minute until an ambulance arrives or you become exhausted. If you become exhausted and someone else is near you, tell them to switch places. When you call for an ambulance, telephone systems now exist that can give basic life safety instructions, including advice about CPR. These are now common and are easily accessible with mobile phones. Remember, when in doubt, call 911. Now, if you're classroom trained, I'll, I'll be showing you the steps to do CPR with rescue breaths. If you have been trained in CPR, including rescue breaths, and feel confident using your skills, you should give chest compressions with rescue breaths. If you're not completely confident, or you're not ready yet, attempt hands-only CPR instead. For adults, you have to place the heel of your hand on the center of the person's chest. Then place the other hand on top and press down by 5 to 6 centimeters, which are 2 to 2.5 inches, at a steady rate of 100 to 120 compressions a minute. And after every 30 chest compressions, give two rescue breaths. Tilt the casualty's head gently and lift the chin up with two fingers. You have to pinch the person's nose, see your mouth over their mouth, and blow steadily and firmly into their mouth for about one second. Check that their chest rises and falls. Give two rescue breaths. You have to then continue with cycles of 30 chest compressions and two rescue breaths until they begin to recover or emergency help arrives. For children over one year old, you have to open the child's airway by placing one hand on their forehead and gently tilting their head back and lifting the chin. You have to remove any visible obstructions from the mouth and nose, such as food or other items, such as blocks or crayons. You have to pinch their nose, then seal your mouth over their mouth and blow steadily and firmly into their mouth. Checking that there is chest rise and fall. You have to give five initial rescue breaths and then place the heel of one hand on the center of the chest and push down by five centimeters, about two inches, which is approximately one third of the chest diameter. The quality of chest compressions is very important. Use two hands if you can't achieve a depth of five centimeters using one hand. And after every 30 chest compressions at a rate of 100 to 120 a minute, give two breaths. 
Then you have to continue with cycles of 30 chest compressions and two rescue breaths until they begin to recover or emergency help arrives. For infants under one year old, you have to, number one, open the infant's airway by placing one hand on the forehead and gently tilting the head back and lifting the chin. Remove any visible obstructions from the mouth and nose, again, such as crayons or food. Place your mouth over the mouth and nose of the infant and blow steadily and firmly, but not too much. If you blow too much, there may be some air in their guts and they will vomit. Vomiting is not is bad for you and also the infant. So steadily and firmly into their mouth and you have to check that there is chest rise and fall. Give five initial rescue breaths. Then place two fingers in the middle of the chest and push down by four centimeters, which is approximately one third of the chest diameter. The quality of chest compressions is very important again. Then you have to use the heel of one hand if you can't achieve a depth of four centimeters using the tips of two fingers. After 30 chest compressions at a rate of 100 to 120 a minute, give two rescue breaths. Then you have to continue with cycles of 30 chest compressions and two rescue breaths until they begin to recover or emergency help arrives. Now, since we learned about CPR, we know what to do in case of choking or CPR, which is super good. If you start to choke, you can do self-heimic maneuver. What we just learned about choking and what to do if someone choke is called the Heimic Maneuver. I'm going to teach you how to do self-Heimic Maneuver. Okay, now, to do self-Heimic Maneuver, self-Heimic Maneuver is called self-Heimic Maneuver because you have to do a Heimic Maneuver on yourself in the unlikely event that there may be no people to assist you. So, when you're choking, your airway may be blocked so that enough oxygen can't reach the lungs. Without oxygen, brain damage can occur in as little as 4-6 to six minutes. Rapid first aid for choking can save your life. If you're choking on something, you can perform the Heimlich Maneuver on yourself. Follow these steps. Number 1. Make a fist with one hand. Place the thumb of the hand below your ribcage and above your navel. Grasp your fist with the other hand. Push your fist forcibly into the upper abdominal area with a quick upward movement. You can also lean over a table, edge, chair, or railing. Quickly thrust your upper belly area, a abdomen against the edge. If you need to, repeat this motion until the object blocking your airway comes out. So, that was also something bonus about it. Now, thank you for listening to the second episode of First Aid 1. I hope you learned something about choking and CPR. On our next episode, we'll be learning about strokes and how to use the FAST method to recognize strokes. Thank you for, thank you for watching, and please listen to the disclaimer at the end of this podcast. Learned anything. And remember, this is not a substitute for a, for a certificate or a board certificate. I am certified for basic life safety, but I am not certified to teach others. This information is up to date.
If you find it out of date, use the voice message function on Anchor to let us know, and we'll make appropriate changes as needed. We are not res- first aid one is not responsible. First aid one or Aiden me is not responsible for any accidents or anything else that happens with this podcast or with a person you treated using this podcast. And as always, make sure to ask the person for consent if they're ha- if you have to perform medical activity on them. But if they're having if they lose unconsciousness, of course you can't ask them. So just do immediate medical help. At least that's what I think. Anyways, what we're saying is we're not responsible for any accidents or anything else. Anyways, thanks for stopping by. See you in the next episode. The next episode will be about choking, how to prevent it, and what to do in case of a choking.